man, I watched SpongeBob all day. Uh, yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunately, I did too. These fucking kids. Welcome to another episode of what we listened to last night. On this episode, the gang went to a concert in Atlantic City, which will also be, well, right next to, we went to, what was it, the Hard Rock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which we definitely rocked. Uh, we saw Tears for Fears, Cold War Kids. Guys, how did you enjoy your concert going experience? It, it was very good. It was pleasant. Um, I've had concert FOMO for a while, ever since I missed Duran Duran because I got COVID. So I, I was just fighting for my life ever since. I was punching the air, and this really kind of helped alleviate that. Good. I'm glad to, you know, you, you, you got over the FOMO of missing Duran Duran, which was a great show. Um, Way to rub it in. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. I I, don't know. I had a blast. It, it was such a fun like venue. The crowd was pretty good. It was like an you know older crowd. That's what you expect for Tears for Fears. The guy next to me put all of his weight on me when he was sitting down, <laughs> and he kept dropping his phone, and I kept picking it up. But and and that was even fun. I want to shout out Cold War Kids because I I real I'm a fan of them. I've seen them before, and I thoroughly enjoyed their set. And um, I love that the guy next to me hated them. Oh, yeah. So he I... Was like, yeah, go. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You can talk about this. You can talk about saying, this. He kept, the guy, he kept saying, like, he would, like, tap me. One, he came in when there was, like, five songs left. And after every song, he would, like, tap me. He's like, is this the end? And I was like, nobody. And I tried explaining to him. I was like, you could look at the audio technicians which were like a little to our right and i was like they will motion at the end and um that's how you could tell i also i knew they were gonna what song they were gonna end on because like they always end on the same song whatever so i don't know i don't know what a cold world kids cold cold war cold world cold world cold war cold war but i truly i love their energy It, it was Way different because I know what Tears for Fears is. I listen to them a lot when I pit rock bottom because they help me cope. And like that was like way different because they were just like happy and upbeat. And I'm like, I've never been like this in my life. And it was, and it was cool. Like I liked. That. I really loved. That. I was like, this is this is really cool. I'm glad that they're. I'm glad that they're opening up the show because I don't know about them. I've never heard them and being able to hear them. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, maybe I'll look them up, you know, like I, I really enjoyed it, but I've just, I've always loved tears for fears. Like as a kid, I always tell you guys this, but like as a kid, I've, I, I remember I, when I was young, I would ask my aunt if I can, like, I always wanted Roland Rosabo's hair. And I would always ask my aunt. And when I was like, probably like 11 or 12, I was, I wasn't growing it, but I didn't get a haircut the last month of school. And then in August, I asked my aunt, I was like, can you like, basically at some point it turned out to be like, like your hair is straight. You'll, you, you'll never look like him. And I was like, can you give me a perm? She said, no, cause your hair is not, your hair is not long enough. And my parents didn't let me have long hair. So I was like, you know, kind of upset about it. And I just, 
realized like I'll just I'll never ever have his hair. But growing up, I was a huge Tears for Fears fan, and I I delivered pizzas for most of my life. And I I remember one time I drew inside of a I drew their album cover in a pizza box, and I kept it in my car. And like at one point, Pat said like you should hang it up in a house, and I think I threw it away because I took it as growing up. <laughs> because I genuinely was like, oh, you should hang it up. That's really cool. And you're like, why are you such an asshole? <laughs> you threw it away. <laughs> I was going through stuff, but no, <laughs> like I, they kept calling me a hoarder, and then like I'm like, I'm not a fucking hoarder, and you'll walk by and you're like, you have a fucking pizza box. In your room, and I'm like, well, that's that's it's tears for fears. I feel like Juan it just, said you were a hoarder. Why? Well, because like you're a hoarder. You hoarded. It's like either hang it up or throw it out because don't just leave it in the trunk of your car. It is an old pizza box. But it's tears for fears pizza box. So you should have hung it up. That's what I'm. But what if I want to see it when I'm delivering? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? Said it was in the trunk. It was in the trunk. <laughs> So sometimes you the pizza as you're walking back to your car, you pop the trunk over real quick, peek at it, close the trunk, get back in, drive back to the place. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna play one truth, one lie, right? I don't even know if that's the name of the game, but <laughs> it's usually like two truths and a lie. Okay, two two truths and a lie, right? <laughs> one truth, one. <laughs> one of these is a lie. We're gonna play one truth, one lie. I got robbed one time delivering pizza by gunpoint. It's true. Yeah. Okay. And I show. I'm sorry that happened to you. And I had the pizza box in the trunk. And I opened the trunk. And they were like, what the fuck is that? They were like, this was also, this was like early 2000s. They were like, what the fuck is that? Are you gay? I was like, no. They're like, why, why you drawing men on a pizza? <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. They, they spent like five minutes and why the fuck you got two dudes on a pizza box with their head touching? And but since you figured out the truth, the, the lie part of it was um, that they gave me the stuff back because they were like, oh my god, that's tears for fears. That was the lie part. They didn't give you the stuff back. You actually no, no. I they were just like, what is wrong with you, man? Wait, did you get robbed or not? I did get robbed. Did they give the stuff back or not? No. Everything up until the they gave me the <laughs> stuff. Like yeah, I got robbed at some point. They get it. They didn't give the no, shit back. No, no, but they 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 asked me if I was gay because I had a fucking two men <laughs> head touching on a pizza box. This isn't true. Said a lie. It's just a sad story. You're like, oh my god, robbed. Yeah. They me gay, and then they took my stuff. Okay, so maybe it wasn't two truths in a lie. Maybe it was just a story I was telling you guys. But so the point is, like, I really like tears. And all our moms are going to listen to this and be upset. Yeah, my mom knows I got robbed before. Mine doesn't. She's going to be upset that I got robbed. Yeah, Yeah. I'm so sorry if I upset you. Anyone that's listening, I've actually gotten robbed two and a half times, so it's not that bad after the first time. (laughs) What was the half? Was that when you robbed yourself or something? No, so. I had already gotten robbed twice, and I, I was pulling up. Fool me twice. <laughs> yeah, fool me twice. Shame on you. Fool me thrice. What is it, Pat? How's Mr. Peanut Butter say? <laughs> well, 
he says fool me once, fool me twice, fool me chicken with rice. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fuzzy whiskers says um, teach a man to fool me and I'll be fooled for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, fool me, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Oh no, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, teach a man to fool. Me. Whatever, I forget. Yeah. The, I forget the quote for Bojack, but no, that the half, the half, the point five of this part. I was pulling up to a house and both of the, so there was two houses and then there was like a few other houses, but there was like two houses with the lights off and one just probably just like genuinely had the lights off. They just, whatever. But then the house that I was supposed to go to had the lights off and I'm like, I'm not a fucking dummy. Like I know what's going on. And I look at me twice. Right, right. Like fool me twice. You're not going to fool me thrice. You know, (laughs) I looked across the street so, like, I, I parked on the left side, and I looked across the street on the right side, and there was people coming off the porch. And then there was people coming from behind the house on the house I was supposed to deliver to, and I was like, I'm not a fucking idiot, man. So I just drove off, and then when I got back, I'm like, they were going to rob me. They said, okay, we'll just leave it here. We'll tell them to come pick up. And that's why I didn't get robbed. It was half. It was in the process. <laughs> Instead of, like, canceling the order, they're like... Hey, you tried to rob our guy. Just come get no, it. No, they called. No, no, it was. It was. I was working for Millville Domino's. They called, and this is a true story. They called and said, "My driver tried to deliver to you. You got to come and pick up." I don't know if they ever picked up, but I never delivered there again. Though then I moved to Cape May, and then I started working in Cape. May. Well, you name dropped him, so you're never getting a job at that specific Domino's ever again. Oh, fuck him! That fucking Mark man. If you're listening, he fired me. And I drove all the way to fucking Cape May to tell him, you are a fucking idiot. And then he's like, well, you're already here, so you might as well just work. And I was like, yeah. So he fired me. I went up there. I cussed him out. And then I started. You're kind of an idiot for spending gas money to drive to Cape May. Well, no, in retrospect, I got my job right back. That's true. You got to work that shift. I worked that shift and I just had my. But anyways, yeah. So I don't know where we got on this, but I love Tears for Fears a lot. Like, I love Tears for Fears. I'm sorry. Was there any song that you wanted them to play that they didn't play? Yeah, so, and and, and this isn't a song that they would play. I mean, they had a music video. I don't know how big it was because I wasn't around in the 80s. But one of my favorite songs they have is I Believe. And I knew, so Pat and I made a bet what song would they end off. And I said shout, and they were like, they'll never leave they'll never end with that song. So I was like, okay, well, cool. that's what I said. And I was that's wrong. what Julia said. Right. Cause you two are on cahoots. So I changed it. No, to... Pat didn't say that he had a different answer. No, Pat said shout. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say shout. No, I know. So we're not in cahoots. We had different answers. Y'all were in cahoots. Yeah. And we did not say shout. No, we just all guessed different songs. All right. Well, I really wanted them to play. I really want them to do I Believe. And when, like, Roland Ozawa would have his solo moments, like, because occasionally they'll kind of, like, break off into solo. Like, they'll do, like, the songs that, like, it's just their song. And I I was kind of really hoping that they would do I Believe because that's one of my favorite songs by them. He, he also, for whatever reason in the video, is just sitting without a shirt. Um, I don't understand the concept of that video, but it happened, and, you know, I think the world's better for it. So that's, you know, that's the song I wish that they would have sung. I don't know if you guys have any 
Yeah, I don't really have any that. I feel like they played a lot of their. I I I feel like they played the the right hits, and then they did play their new album, which I've listened to, but not obviously not as much as I've listened to like their older stuff. I I really respect them for being like, y'all don't know this song. I don't care. We want to play this. Well, they they were like they were like well they 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 said they are not a legacy band. They played a lot off of Tipping Point. And they made the point to say, we are very proud of this album. And to be fair, it's a good album. They put out a very solid album that's better than, you know, a lot of other albums that came out, especially in people in their like age bracket. Like a lot oh, yeah. of older bands that put out new albums, a lot of them are they, like, I think the tipping point was great. I love that song from um, the minute I heard it on XPN when I was, I remember I was driving into work. And I'm pulling into a, a Wawa one morning and they and I sat in the car and I listened to it. I was like, oh, no, this is great. And it's the Tipping Point Tour. So, yes, they are going to play. And I think they did a good mix. They played all of the hits. They didn't let any of their fans down, but they also played some songs that are new that are they are very proud of. I really love that they referenced the submersible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I was reference That was great. But I especially enjoy that they didn't... They really skirted around the fact that, like, they were, like, thoughts and prayers to the families of those who lost their lives. And to me, that's, like, them saying, those guys were fucking idiots for getting in that thing. Shout out to their family, so... Yeah. Like, I feel bad for their family, but... Fuck them. No, it was. It, it's funny because during the thing, they're like explaining the how like they're gonna play Tipping Point. It's their album. They, you know, and then they were just like, and honestly, we're just bored of the old songs. I mean, I would be too. Like, and like fuck. half of me was like, shut the fuck up. The other half of me was like, hell yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I respect that. Like, yeah. But I'm also a fan of their older work, obviously, because I mean that's what I've heard. Everyone, yeah. Everyone who is there is a fan of the older, but it work. was it, it, it was it, it it was truly a, a really great show. Yeah, I I was talking to some of my friends about it, and they were not really familiar with Tears for Fears as much. Like my one friend had no idea who that was, or he was like, "I just found out about them last week." Wow! And I was like, clearly, y'all did not watch Donnie Darko at nine years old, and it became your whole personality. And they're like, "You're right, I didn't." And I'm like, "Man, that's weird." Um, Enrique, mm-hmm. the last time Tears for Fears played, I believe, was May fourth, nineteen ninety six. Sounds about right. So that also could be the YouTube video that I watch over and over and over, where he's wearing a very very stylish turtleneck. But in the beginning, to be fair, every turtleneck is stylish. Yeah, but this one was like really stylish. This was like rock star stylish. Elevates every outfit. I mean, you can't really go wrong. There's a so again, I, I I'm not like some weird person, but like there's a video that I watch over and over and over because I just really love certain things. And like one of them is and it might actually be that ninety-six set when he sung, I believe. But in the beginning you have these British people, they're like, and now tears for fears. And then the two other people are like, Tears, well, yeah, tears for fears, for fears, for fears. They, 
it, it just cracks me up because they were just like weird British people, and I was like, God damn, England must be like fucking strange as fuck. <laughs> but he, so I, 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 I. I don't have a favorite of the duo and I know some people have like a favorite of the duo and I know a lot of people like kind of lean towards like Kurt Smith because I guess maybe when he broke up, he was the more amicable one. I don't, I don't know. I don't give a shit about drama, but I don't have a favorite. It's just when I was younger, I really wanted Roland's hair. But then as I got older, I kind of, also he, he, has one of those like underrated great voices where his voice is just amazing and people don't really give him a lot of credit for it. Like I feel like they should not being biased, but like he has an amazing voice and, but I also really enjoy like Kurt Smith. So like Kurt Smith was actually in a few episodes of psych and he's super funny. Like you wouldn't expect it. He's like super funny. And it's really cool to like see that they kind of never really fizzled out in life. 80, well, maybe 81 was like the first album, 83, something like that. Cause I think 85 was like when they like really, really, really became like huge. Regardless, that's almost 40 years ago. Right. And I guess, I don't know, Pat, do you want to transition into something that wasn't great? Wasn't great for you. Great for a lot of other people. By other people, I mean me. We we saw Asteroid City on on Tuesday, and I mean for me, the kids just kept on coming. I enjoyed it. I really loved it. Also, um, I thought it was great. I don't really have many notes on it. I I was talking to some friends about it, and they were saying, and I kind of agree that there wasn't too much going on with the plot, and I think that's fair. You know, there wasn't really... I mean, I don't know. Then Now that I think of it, but I, I guess the overall... I don't know. Like, yeah, obviously, like, big things happen. I don't know if we want to spoil it, but I guess the overarching plot. But I, like, I could see where one would say that, but I also wasn't ever bored. It was one of those movies where, to me, I felt like it went by very quickly because... I was always engrossed in it. There was, it was, I was always interested. I, I think every scene was good. I don't really have any notes. I thought, yeah, I, know. I thought it was well act, acted, executed. I thought at times like a little bit thought provoking. I think they, they, they kind of hit on conveying some messages. They took some massive risks in it. For me, it paid off. And for some people, it didn't. The play aspect, you know, the, it being a play versus a street movie. Because the other person I, I know that saw this, they, they, they were saying, like, I wish it was just the story and they didn't break the wall. But um, I, I really enjoyed the aspect of when they, yeah, whenever they broke I, the wall. I completely, I think that was, like, necessary to the story. I think that really made it. I think it would have been a lot more boring if it didn't have that aspect. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they would, you would add more into the scenes. They would be replaced with that. But it, I don't know. I think it added depth to it. Yeah, it just gave it so many more layers, like an onion. Yeah, exactly. I have a few show notes. Bill Murray was supposed to be in this movie. Unfortunately, he was like, he was casted. He was on various Q&As. And this was following some, he had, he had some allegations uh, thrown against him 
and people were saying that uh, he got fired because of the allegations. Wes Anderson said no because uh, after he like did some research and saw that no charges were being pressed and allegations seemed to be rescinded, that he wasn't like he was comfortable with having Bill Murray on set. Bill Murray has been in all of Wes Anderson's, most of Wes Anderson's films. I think he's missing one other, but he's been like, because Wes Anderson has his like crew of actors that he calls upon regularly. So Bill Murray came down with um, COVID and it was like really bad. They delayed shooting for a week and like they have such a big cast that they couldn't hold them any longer. So they just like started calling people and they got Steve Carell. I wish they had another 30 years. <laughs> First of all, be quiet. Second of all, yeah. I I think it worked out a lot, but obviously I didn't see the Bill Murray cut, but yeah. I think I'm over Bill Murray. Like he's in every Wes Anderson film. Like I'm tired. I think Steve Carell really brought something different to this and it was refreshing. And he's obviously very comedic. I think he played that character very well. I don't know that it would have been the same with Bill Murray. I don't think it would have been as funny as... I think I'm just... Yeah. I think it was like a very Bill Murray character. And that almost makes it boring to me. And this maybe isn't as common of a character for Steve Carell. So that made it more novel and interesting. And and he did a really good job. I thought like... When he was on there, I thought, oh, like, he was just, like, a silly guy. Owen Wilson really wanted to be in this movie, but he couldn't. He's filming, he was filming, like, Paint and um, Haunted Mansion at the same time, and he signed those contracts first. He was, like, he, he was on set for two days just to hang out because um, he's friends with Wes Anderson. He's friends with a lot of people that worked on this, so he wanted to be, like, a part of it without being a part of it. But he couldn't, they didn't, you know, contracts and couldn't get it done. Right. He dodged the bullet. Uh, Wes said he could have played, like, any character. They would have, like, but when he went writing it, he wanted him to be one of the scientists. Oh, interesting. I thought he would be, like, yeah. one of the cowboys. He was already a cowboy in Night at the Museum. I really like also that they brought Sue George back. Always good to see him. He was one of the cowboys. Um, he, he's also a famous musician in, in Brazil. So I, I'm just joking. I, I, I'm just really joke, just being an asshole. I didn't like the movie at all. I mean, I I was like extremely bored, but it is beautifully done. And the story is kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. Like there was funny parts. I didn't laugh, but there were funny parts. And <laughs> it just wasn't for me. I just wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you're allowed to be an asshole. Like, Nah, no, no, I'm, I'm not, not saying no, but I feel like I do that almost every week. So like, you're allowed to not like a movie. Well, no, because there's a, there's there's a, there's a formula. Like, you're the asshole. I don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. And like, Pat's like the guy in the chair. No, because I feel like every week we go see like a Marvel movie, and I'm like, we- man, it was all fucking bright colors and explosions. I was bored. I hated it. Also, and- I'm not calling you an asshole. I'm just saying. <laughs> When was the last time we even saw a Marvel movie? Oh God, Spider Verse. Never mind. Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider Verse. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're Little right. Mermaid. It does feel it is. Little Mermaid is not a Marvel movie. That doesn't count. I loved that movie. I will. I will say this though about Asteroid City. I think the cast. I think the cast never collided in the movie, so that's always good. When you have a lot of a lot of like these big names, you could kind of 
you could kind of see them like, even though they're not intentionally doing it, they're kind of like out act each other. They they kind of blended well. I feel like they blended well. I know you guys don't like Scarlett Johansson, but like I feel like she was right for that role. Right. She was. Yeah, like she was great for that role. And I I was not mad at Steve Carell for that role because that's just a Steve Carell role. Like you can't get who you want. So you know like okay Steve Carell is my number two because that is his role. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm your therapist when you leave it. I know. I feel the same way and I'm starting to feel bad. Julia lays on the couch If for anyone that's wondering. Yeah. The past several weeks, whenever we record, we record in front of the couch and I just lay down the whole time. And I just have my hand on my, I just rub my chin every time. Like, But anyways, I, like Steve Carell was, Steve Carell was right for that role, for the role he had. And there was a lot of like, tiny jokes here and there like when he was trying to buy the land in a vending machine and you know he's just like nah well you don't really own the land you just kind of like i don't remember what he said again i was bored you own stock in the land oh yeah yeah, one day it might be worth something yeah yeah so like you pay like a quarter and you win stock in the land and uh i thought the alien was funny you know like when they like put up the the put up the asteroid to kind of like smile and there's really nothing to spoil in this movie because there's nothing happening in this movie. There's nothing important. I was going to say fucking spoilers. No, like there's nothing in this movie that's like you knew that was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Who? I I knew that was going to happen. I did not know that there were aliens in this film. They they it's advertised as that. I don't watch advertisements. I avoid them at all costs. Well, that's why you didn't know there was aliens, because you don't watch them at I all I had calls. no idea what this film was going into it. I s- still thought it was Oppenheimer up until we went to the movie. But I, I will I will admit, Oppenheimer, I don't know, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. <laughs> I don't know how, how you say that guy's name. I don't really even care, but I, I do, I, I, I did, I, I didn't like the movie. I thought it was boring. I thought it was like a big waste of time, but... I won't say that it wasn't like beautifully done. I won't say that the characters didn't because I'm a professional, you know, and like I I I understand these things. Like they didn't bump heads, they didn't try to outdo each other. You didn't really have a main character cuz even though you think you had a main character, you really didn't cuz was it the dad? Was it the son? Was it Brian Cranston? Was it uh I was going to say Brian Cranston he kept the thing, the ball rolling. But that's what I'm saying. Like, who was the? What was it? Edward Norton? Was it? Uh, was it Jeffrey Wright? Like, who was the Tilda Swinton? Was it the kids? You know, who was the main character? There was no main character. Is it Tom Tom Hanks? So I I did appreciate that in the movie because there's no hierarchy in this movie. It says everyone's everyone. They all have their like specific trait. You know, Tom Hanks is just some, like, rich grandfather, and Scarlett Johansson is, like, this uh, typecast actress. You have you have a, a, a straight army man. You have Flash from Spider-Man. You have a photographer. You know, like... Wait. Oh, Flash Mob. Flash Mob. My bad. Flash. Yeah, not The Flash. <laughs> no, no. Well, Flash. That's his name, Flash. But yeah. I forgot. I meant to say Flash Mob. You got Flash Mob from... Spider-Man, you have what I think was I a great... I loved his character. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna say, I think it was a great. Like I think it was a a great role. Like I I I can say that this movie was written well. I will say that. I'm not gonna say it's not. You know, it's just not for me. It's just a big no for me. It it did nothing to me. It did nothing for me. It did nothing against me. Like it just, you know what I'm saying. It's no different than if I said, Julia, let's go watch Commando. You'll get done the movie and say, you just wasted no. years of my life. No, I, I think I think Commando, you got to give respect to. I think uh, the better would be like... Is that with Rocky? Like, Is that Sylvester Stallone in that movie? No, Commando Arnold Schwarzenegger. What am I thinking of? Rocky. <laughs> no, he's in another movie where Rambo? he's like, You're thinking Rambo. Maybe. You're thinking... Commando, Rambo, Shambo. You're they both literally... have a lot of guns. Would you watch a movie called Shambo? <laughs> Would you watch an action flick called Shambo? That sounds like it's for men, so... No. Okay. Alright. I'd watch a movie called Shambo. But yeah, that those are my thoughts on Asteroid City. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was... I thought it was boring. Bill Murray would not have saved it. I don't think any actor or actress replacing any actor or actress in that movie would... I don't think any would replace it. Adrian Brody's nose seems to be getting bigger. You know, if you really want to go... If you want to go... If you want to go to the theaters and watch a movie just to say you've watched a movie, this is the movie for you. If you want to go to the movie theaters to enjoy a movie and understand what it's about, this is not the movie for you. I feel like I haven't had a hot take yet today. So are you ready for it? Shoot. Margot Robbie didn't need to be there. That's not a hot take. That's just regular. Yeah, no, she really did. Oh, shit. Her point, her character was... That's a Margot Robbie stand, so I'm surprised. I am. I'm surprised. Yeah, no, and I, and I heard the, the scene she was in, like I enjoyed, but no, yeah, her character was one that could have been cut. I, I am not saying that I didn't enjoy it. And I think she didn't do a good job. I almost feel like what happened was similar to the plot of the movie where in the movie her part got cut. Maybe she originally had a bigger part and they wrote a lot of it out. You just gave me shit for spoiling it and you just literally spoiled. We already talked about the alien. There's there's nothing else. There's an How am I Oh, Margot Robbie was in this movie versus by the way, an alien comes down and steals back the asteroid. Which one's a spoiler? Marco Robbie was Marco in this movie and didn't have a role. It's on IMDb. So is the alien. It literally says... If you're looking at... Uh, I feel like once you mention the alien, you open the floodgates. So how does this make you feel? <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> Alright, sorry, so, Pat. No, I was just saying, like, I, I enjoyed, I always enjoyed Margot Robbie. Um, I thought she did a good job delivering her scene, but, it, you know, it didn't need to be there. Yeah, that's true. There is a, a thing on Screen Rant that said why Margot Robbie was perfect in, in that role, but I don't need to read it. Yeah, I, I don't need to read it either. Yeah, sometimes you just see a headline and you're like, I don't need to read it. Yeah, like I've 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 read enough. <laughs> and um, I don't. Read it, so there you go. I do. I do. I did appreciate 
the 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 like uh, the one thing I appreciate most about Wes Anderson films is they they all seem to be very original. I, I appreciate that. I'm I'm glad. I, I'm you know always love seeing them. I I do want to I, I do want to say something real quick. I get Wes Anderson confused with Wes Craven and Paul Anderson. Who's Paul Anderson? He directed. He's Mila Jovovich's husband, and also he directed the Resident Evil movies. Fun fact: Wes Anderson dated Mila Jovovich. I just made that up. I was gonna say, man, she is such a fan of Andersons. All men do is lie. <laughs> That's that was my one and only for the day. All right. I feel like you've lied at least three times in this episode. Nope. <laughs> one of you told a lie, and I just didn't want to call you out in front of Ryan. But go off. Wait, a lie about what? I don't remember. Because it never happened. Yeah. I, no, I sat here and I was going to say the words, all men do is lie. But I was like, we have a guest and I'm trying to act right. Well, it wasn't me because I haven't said a lie yet. I'm not saying who it was, but... I, it wasn't I, me. I, I'm not saying I mean, you're looking at me like it's me. It wasn't me. <laughs> you're the only one in the room who I'm supposed to look at. The wall. <laughs> it was one of you. There's only two. It wasn't me. I didn't say a lie yet. Okay, then it was Pat. I I said no lie. We'll go back. So everyone that's that's listening, we'll go back and we'll try to figure out who who was lying. One of you, probably Pat, was like telling us an anecdote. And then you were like, wait, never mind. That's not what happened. Not me. Or maybe it was me. (laughs) No, no. I I don't. I, I, I just... I've never said an anecdote in my life. The only thing I remember... No, it, it was me. I couldn't You're remember. You're lying right now. No, no, no. I think I remember. I I, I couldn't remember like a specific uh, fact. But I wasn't lying. I just couldn't remember a specific fact. I also did apologize to him if, if, if I mispronounced words because apparently I don't know how to pronounce certain words. And apparently, according to Julia, I have an accent that's undetermined like it's a it's like a foreign accent that i don't no one... th- i don't think you have an accent i think you just don't talk right but you're saying you need a speech pathologist but originally you said i mean kind of originally you said I had but it's an not accent. a problem because people can understand you no because my friend literally texted me today and was like the only person i understand on your podcast is julia well like you say like accent like you I'll said call, accent. no like i'll call it quote unquote an accent but i don't think it's so weird that like I I truly don't think it's an accent because it's not from anywhere that you've ever lived or grew up. It's not like local to any place. You just pronounce words wrong. We'll put up a poll. <laughs> and like your family doesn't talk like that. I don't know. Like you just say words weird. I'm gonna put up a poll now. I we can get a speech pathologist on. I do think the concept is really funny that someone could be listening to this and like not understand what some of us are saying. No, I have I have the message. So and I know we got off topic, we'll get back on topic, but I I have the message where I, I, I sent them a song, right? Because sometimes I say, Oh yeah, I'm out here and they don't know because they're not American. Like they're not like they're, this is not their first language like uh, English not American American's not a language but um, God damn what are you saying I had a long night it was it said uh, I can understand you but of all of you I can understand Julia the best 
So apparently, Pat and I uh, don't know how to speak. Well, that's fascinating. Well, I, I just have a very thick accent. Pat just talks regular, except, so I called him out on it, and then he never did, did it again. But earlier, he said Asteroid City. Like, Asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my accent shows from time to time. Yeah, like I called it out and then he checked it and he was like, oh, I gotta... I gotta get some water. <laughs> yeah, he left. He filled his hydroplast, came back, acting brand new. Look, so, yeah. some cold water works wonders for you. I don't think we need any final thoughts on Asteroid City. I loved it. For people who haven't seen it, go see it because by this time it probably will be out of theaters when you guys listen to it. So stream it or whatever. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Next is Indiana Jones. I, I guess we're excited to see it. I saw the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or Curse of the Crystal Skull. It was terrible. But I think this one will be better. Dun, 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 dun. That's, I think that's how the theme song goes. Something like Not that. really, but kind of. Um, <laughs> something like that. We're good that we won't get copyright claimed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just confused a bunch of people. Fucking Ryan's listening to this. Like, what the fuck is he trying to say? If if anyone's listening and can understand me, <laughs> um, let us know what you think about if and if you do go see Asteroid City at any point, because this is one that is different. Normally, it's like Joya doesn't like it. Me and Pat kind of like it, and like this time, it's like Pat and Joya really like it. I truly hated it, and I wish I could give it zero stars, but I had to give it at least a half a star. So, if you can understand anything I said at all in all these 20 episodes, or however many we have, and you've seen it, hit us up. I will put up a poll. I already forgot what the poll is, but I'll put the poll up when I re-listen to the episode, because I forget what it was. Uh, No final thoughts. I have no final thoughts on Asteroid City. I do have a final thought on Tears for Fears. Uh, they're amazing, and you guys should go see them if they are in your city. And by that, I mean like if they're in Philadelphia or Atlantic City. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, sorry, sorry. I um I don't know. Uh, Pat, if you have if you don't have anything, Julia, do you have anything else to say? Our session's over. It's been forty five minutes. Thanks for listening. Yep, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this, and this will be dropped at the same time as the interview with Ryan from New Jersey Horrorcon, so... Most importantly, listen to that, because he's cool. Yeah, like, if you listen to this first, for whatever strange reason, uh, don't pay any mind to this episode, because the important part was the interview with Ryan from New Jersey Horrorcon. And uh, shout out to Felissa Rose. If you're listening to this, we are probably already best friends, but safe to say in August, we will be best friends. I feel like that's what's going to make my parents proud of. That's like the achievement that's going to make my parents proud of me. Not really anything else I've done in 33 years. Do they know who she is? Doesn't matter. So, yep. With that being said, we out of here.